Today, there are two million descendants of French-Canadian immigrants living in New England. These are our stories. Welcome to the French-Canadian Legacy Podcast. Venez tous jeunes fils et garçons, je vais vous raconter l'histoire de notre immigration ici au USA, de grands aventuriers de pays étrangers. This is the French-Canadian Legacy Podcast. I'm Mike Campbell. It was Melody's birthday this week, so we let her take the week off. So I'm going to give you a shortened news segment. Patrick Lacroix is back on his Query the Past blog with a French-Canadian journey. And also on August 5th at 6.30 p.m., he'll be presenting about his book, John F. Kennedy and the Politics of Faith, on a virtual lecture. We'll post a link in the description about how you can attend. David Vermette has a new post on his French North American blog, called Where Did the Term Franco-American Come From? Juliana LaRue has also posted multiple new blogs on her site. The Sun Journal has posted a couple of articles about Franco-Americans in the Olympics. And don't forget to follow Ellie St. Pierre on her social media, Ellie Runs For Her Life, with underscores instead of spaces, who will be competing in the Tokyo Olympics. Franco-American Pathways is back with a new episode called A Nation Within a Nation. That's episode three. If you're not subscribed to them, make sure to subscribe right away. If you're enjoying what we're doing, they're doing a fantastic job as well. And they put out a new episode on the last Thursday of every month. So like I said, this is a shortened news segment, but this week we will be posting on our social media about every article that we covered. Also, you'll be able to get a link in our episode description. Next week, we have Thomas Lachane of the MTL JTM blog. He'll be talking about some blog posts that he's made and the project in general with Jesse. Now, right now, his website is down for renovations, but it will be back up again and we will post about when it does. So we hope you enjoy our episode and you'll tune back next week. Okay, so now we get the bonus question. Let's do this. So, in knowing that I sit here in an apartment in Manchester, New Hampshire, okay, what are your thoughts on the Boston Bruins? Um, what are my thoughts on the Boston Bruins? Well, I think it's a nice team. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's a very political way of saying it. I like that. Yeah, like, uh, you know, like... Um, I think they should do a collaboration with the Canadiens of Montreal. How is that? They would. It would probably be beneficial for the Canadian because right now I think there's. I think Canadiens of Montreal are kind of suffering in their. <laughs> right now, huh? They got the old coach. Yeah, so they should probably like have a bear holding the Canadian of Montreal sign <laughs> and, be, and be like, "We still love you," you know. That's awesome. Or we we're still your friend. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you think then of the Nordiques? Because that's another whole Yo, thing. You know, you know what? That, this is so important. You know what popped <laughs> up in the news lately? Is that the end of the Nordique is the reason why we lost the referendum 25 years ago. Really? Yeah, because we lost the referendum because the people of Quebec were mad that the Nordique they were, weren't saved by the government of Quebec, so they vote against it. That would be insane if that, I mean, that was like what, within a, a one percentage point, something like that? It's like 40,000 votes. <laughs> oh, 
man, imagine that the, the moving of a hockey team to Colorado. And especially, and the only place in Quebec that were that had a bizarre way of voting is the city where the Nordic, where the Nordic were like uh, ending. That's wild. I would love to look into that more. That's fascinating. We got to get the Nordiques back in that case. It's for for real. It's heartbreaking. <laughs> it's heartbreaking. <laughs> I would imagine. I would. Imagine. Oh my god! And it's such a shame because there was such good rivalry. Like it's such a shame. <laughs> and I think it's funny because, you know, obviously the Avalanche went on to win a couple of cups. And the talk here is that that franchise never would have won a couple of cups if they were still in Quebec because there's no way Montreal would have let Patrick Waugh go play for the Nordiques. Oh, well, I think it's just the nail in the coffin. <laughs> you, you, you know what? I think like in Quebec, we, 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 weren't, we're, we were not used to have money, you know. My grandparents, for example, were so poor. Sure. And I think that the knowing that we lost our country because of corruption, but also because <laughs> of the end of the Nordic, especially in Quebec, will make us that whenever it's just the money, we will pay. <laughs> we will never let ourselves down because it's too expensive. Gotcha. <laughs> This has been a fascinating conversation, Thomas. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you, Jesse. Thanks for bringing that up. That's an important question. You. I'm got. glad. I'm glad we got there then. All right, yeah. take it easy, sir. So you see you. Bye. Now our fathers look at us and sigh with despair to think that everything they love we simply do not share. But the spirit never dies. Our culture will survive. Each of us must choose how much to keep alive. Each of us must choose how much to keep alive. Special thanks to Josie Vashon for providing the music. You can find more about her at josievashon.com. This podcast was produced and edited by Mike Campbell. If you have any questions or comments, please email us at fclpodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at fclpodcast for more information about the topics discussed. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to this episode.